The Lord is good and his mercy endures forever. You are listening to Take 5 with Alex. Today I got into a situation with a young man who was tempted to do something that he shouldn't be doing. Um, it was just as tempting to tell him, you know what, it's fine, just go ahead, do it, because then you won't have any trouble. But I also realized that if I told him, it's fine, do it, I'm going to be compromising myself and my values, and I'm not going to be teaching him any values. I'm also going to be putting him into sin, and I'm not going to be teaching him the right thing, basically. Um, Luckily, well, I gave him a choice. I said, you know, you can choose right or wrong. You can choose this or this, and I put the choices before him, and fortunately, he made the the right choice, and I'm very proud of him for that. In Matthew 4, from verse 3, this is after Jesus was baptized, And the Spirit led him into the wilderness, and he had fasted for 40 days and 40 nights. And the Bible said he was hungry. I can't even start to think how hungry he must have been. And the tempter came and said to him, If you are the Son of God, command these stones to become loaves of bread. But he answered, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Then the devil took him to the holy city and set him on the pinnacle of the temple and said to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down, for it is written, He will command his angels concerning you, and on their hands they will bear you up, lest you strike your foot against a stone. Jesus said to him, Again it is written, You shall not put the Lord your God to the test. Again the devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory. And he said to him, All these I will give you if you will fall down and worship me. Then Jesus said to him, Be gone, Satan, for it is written, You shall worship the Lord your God, and him only shall you serve. Then the devil left him, and behold, angels came and were ministering to him. The thing is, Jesus was tempted, just as we are tempted daily. There are more temptations, I think, than we could even start to imagine. Um, Hebrews 4, verse 14 says, since, when we, since then we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens. Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast to our confession. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, but one who has in every respect been tempted, as we are, yet without sin. Jesus knows everything we are going through. He's been through everything we go through. He was 100% fully man, fully human when he was on earth. So we can't think that he doesn't know what we are going through or that he felt it any differently or that God favored him and made it easier for him because it wasn't that way. And then in James 1, verse 
from verse 2. Count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds, for you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness. And let steadfastness have its full effect, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. And then in verse 12 it says, Blessed is the man who remains steadfast under trial, for when he has stood the test, he will receive the crown of life, for God has promised to those who love him. There are rewards for being steadfast, and if we are going to get the rewards now, or if we are going to get them one day after death, it doesn't really matter. But we must remember that we have to stand up, we have to stand strong. We can't just give in to temptation and do what the world is doing. Remember the world is watching us. If we profess to be Christians, we are going to be watched and we have to keep the name of Jesus high. We have to, if we profess to be children of God, we have to act like children of God. So whenever something comes before us, we should have the promises from scripture that are upholding us. And we should be able to say, what would Jesus do? And then we should do what Jesus did.